what you have done. Lord, we can be called children of the living God. And so we praise you, we worship you, Lord. Continue to lead us as your people, great God. We keep our eyes fixed on you. You, Lord Jesus, the head of this church, continue to lead us, draw many in your kingdom, and Lord, send us out, I pray that again. Full of your love, full of your grace, full of your words of life and truth, I pray. We ask this in Jesus' name. Everyone said, Amen. I think we should put our hands together and praise God. Isn't that amazing to see all the things that he is unfolding? I want to say welcome. It's so great to have you sharing with us for our Vision Sunday. This is a really exciting Sunday for us as a church. As Across all the services today, I'll be sharing some of the visions that God is calling us into for this year ahead. Um, last year, we decided to build a front fence at our house. This is something we've been hoping to do for quite a long time, in fact, And so I thought to myself to save some money that I would actually build this fence myself. Uh, And so I jumped on YouTube, as you do, uh, and looked up some clips on how to build a fence and I drew up some rough plans on some scrap bits of paper and I stepped out uh, somewhat confidently on this project at building this fence. Now, before I could even start building the fence, I actually had to knock out Uh, a small brick wall that was next to our letterbox so that I could put the new fence up flush against the letterbox. It wasn't many bricks, only like 10 or so, just normal sized bricks. And so I enthusiastically grabbed my hammer, ready to knock these bricks out. And I um, had a few swings of this hammer and only a few swings in and somehow, I'm not exactly sure what happened. It's either that I hit the brick and the hammer bounced off the brick or I missed the brick completely, which is possible. Missed the brick completely and Instead of hitting the brick, I didn't hit my thumb, but I actually, and I don't know how I did this, I actually hit my Apple Watch on my arm. Uh, And it smashed, obviously, when that took place. And as you can see, it wasn't off to a good start at all, my building project. Uh, And just, just to let you know, I did eventually get the fence completed, did actually finish it off, Um, but I am still saving to repair my Apple Watch, Uh, so. An interesting building experience for me. But the passage we're gonna look at today actually talks about the fact that our God, our Heavenly Father, is actually the master builder. He is incredible. The passage this morning on this Vision Sunday for 2021, this is a word for us this morning as well. And my prayer for us as a church is that we would be an unless the Lord church. And what I mean by this is that we would be a church that doesn't implement human plans and human visions or doesn't rely on human strategy and wisdom and strength, but rather that our deepest desire as a church would be that we would follow God's visions and His plans for us, that we would surrender and lay down our visions, our plans, our desires, and instead we would get on board with His plans and His visions because unless the Lord builds the house, We are working in vain. 
I remember many years back coming across this quote and it's just stuck with me ever since I read it. And it says this, it says, stop asking God to bless what you're doing, but instead find out what God is doing because it's already blessed. Some wise words there for our life. Proverbs 19 verse 21 puts it like this. Many of the plans in a person's heart. We often have many plans and thoughts and dreams, many of the plans in our heart, but it is the Lord's purpose that prevails. And our prayer as a church is that our visions and plans would always be those unless the Lord visions. Visions and plans that require big faith, that require wholehearted trust in Him. Plans and visions that we know that unless the Lord turns up and moves by His Holy Spirit, they will not be possible. They're the sort of plans that I'm talking about. And there are a number of passages in Scripture that pick up this theme that God is the master builder. One of them is found in 2 Samuel chapter 7. And King David, he's defeated his enemies and he's sitting in his palace experiencing peace and, and prosperity. And he has this idea that comes to his mind. It's with good intentions and with a heart because he wants to honour God. But he decides in his mind that he is going to build a house for God. And he sets out with these well-meaning intentions, but then God speaks to the prophet Nathan and gives David this warning, in fact. This is what it says in 2 Samuel chapter 7, verse four. It says, but that night the word of the Lord came to Nathan saying, go and tell my servant David, this is what the Lord says. Are you the one to build me a house to dwell in? I have not dwelt in a house from the day I brought the Israelites up out of Egypt to this day. Now the Lord declares to you that the Lord himself will establish a house for you. And God was teaching David this same truth that unless the Lord builds the house, David was gonna be laboring in vain, even despite all his good intentions. And then we come to the New Testament and Jesus is sharing with the apostle Peter and Peter, if you know him from the gospels, he's always bold, impetuous, good intentions, wanting to help Jesus out and sort things out for him. But in Matthew 16, verse 18, Jesus says to Peter, he says, hey, Peter, I, I know you mean well, I know you have good intentions, but I wanna tell you something that you need to get really clear right up front. Matthew 16, 18, he says, Peter, I want you to know that I will build my church. You're not gonna build my church. I will build my church. And when I do, the gates of Hades will not be able to overcome it. And here's this same message again. Jesus is speaking, unless the Lord builds the house, the builders labour in vain. He wanted Peter and the disciples, the apostles to get hold of this. And so this is God's word to us today on this Vision Sunday for 2021, that we are not to put our hands on God's work, that we are not to rush ahead of Him or lag behind Him, but we are to seek Him and, and, and seek His will and pray boldly with faith. For unless the Lord visions and plans, the plans that He is calling us to, listening to His voice and then stepping out in faith and obedience. And as we do this, we can have confidence that Jesus will build His church and that nothing will be able to stop His kingdom plans and purposes. Nothing will be able to stand in the way of the plans and purposes that He is unfolding. And that is why prayer is so important for us as a church. I'm so excited about this series. We're starting next, next week, Teach Us to Pray. 
and why it's so important these focused seasons of prayer we have together so regularly so that we can hear God's voice together because God speaks through his people as we gather together. This last week has been another example of just significant time of prayer, seeking God, saying, God, we wanna know your heart. We want you to lead us as the head of this church. And these are powerful moments. And so with this in mind, I wanna share briefly with you today some of the visions that God is calling us to for the year ahead. And the first has to do with our online outreach that we've been stepping into. God led us into last year in the midst of COVID. And our prayer for this year ahead, the vision that God's put in our hearts is to be more strategic than ever before in our outreach online. We have people linking in from all over the place, some amazing stories of what God is doing. And we wanna develop, raise up an online ministry team this year that are ministering in real time online, so that talking with people, connecting with people, praying for people, sharing the love of Christ with people online as the service is being streamed out. And if you're new here to church this morning or just linking in with us online, you might be thinking, wow, look at this. It looks like some big production with lights and cameras and all these sorts of things. But I wanna tell you that the heart behind this, the heart behind our team who put this together is this deep burden that they have to see more people reach than ever before with the good news of the gospel. And they realise that God has given us this strategic opportunity and blessed us as a church with the resources and the gifts and the abilities to be able to reach out. And if you spend some time with our amazing team who do this, they've got Bibles open, they're praying together all the time. It's inspiring to sit with them and hear their passion that they have to be able to see this as a strategic opportunity to reach out with all the limitations taken away with this. It's like a massive front door into our church. And we're already hearing stories of people watching online, connecting. People have been away from church or never been to church and thinking, hey, I think maybe I could do this. Maybe I could come to church and are now here with the same. Maybe you're here this morning and that's how you've come. We wanna say welcome. We're so glad you could be with us. If you're watching online, we'd love to welcome you here in person as well. But I wanna tell you, this is the heart behind it. And we are so thankful for what God has enabled us to do. And believe it's just the beginning of what he wants to do. But aren't we blessed, church? It's incre- I'm in awe at what our production team do. I have no idea how it works, but they do an incredible job. And I think we should put our hands together and encourage them this morning for the great work that they do. We are so blessed, so blessed. The other thing that we're excited about that God is leading us into this year is we're looking at the possibility of starting a missional community through our streetlight ministry down in the local caravan park. They are building down there a community space and they've actually approached our streetlight team, David and Sarah and the team and said, hey, would you come in and would you run some activities in this new community space? And our team said, well, you know, could we run a Bible study? They said, yeah, you're welcome. Come and run a Bible study. Could we run an Alpha course? Yes, you're welcome to come and do a Bible study. Could we run little services down there? They said, you can come and do that here as well. And our team were like, going, wow, this is incredible. But isn't that amazing? The reason for that is because that, they have seen down there the impact of our streetlight team having on the lives of those down there, literally transforming a community down there. And we are excited. And I heard a faint clap before, but I think we should give thanks to God for that incredible opportunity that he is opening up there. Be praying for that, be praying. The other thing um, that we sense God is leading us into, we know God is leading us into this year is to finalise the purchase of our city venue in the heart of the city that God has given to us. The settlement for this purchase actually takes place in May and we are praising God that our heart for the city appeal has now reached $523,000 just this last week, which is incredible. And I wanna say thank you again, church. Just $77,000 short now of our $600,000 target. And I wanna say thank you for so many who've invested in this kingdom vision, who've given sacrificially and, and generously. And on Friday night, we're in the city praying again. 
And I, my mind went back to the prayer meeting we held a couple of years ago now when we first realized that this city venue was coming up for sale and we weren't sure what to do. And we prayed together and we said, God, what is your heart? What do you want us to do in this situation? And I remember over in A2, as we were praying together, it just sticks in my mind so clearly. And we sensed together, God just affirming that we were to step forward in faith to secure this venue for kingdom ministry in the heart of the city. And I wanna tell you at the time, I, we were not sure what kingdom ministry was gonna look like. We just knew God said that's what it was for. And we weren't sure about all the financial aspects of this because it was a big financial step for us to take as well at the time. And then on Friday night, we're in there praying together and Gateway Baptists, as you know, meeting in there on a Sunday. They were running their youth program on Friday night. River Life now feeding international students in there on a Tuesday night. We're in there praying our city service. And I thought, God, you are amazing. I couldn't believe to think here we were several years later and see all that God had unfolded. And now this heart for the city appeal. And I thought, God, you are incredible. And we pray, isn't that, isn't that incredible church? And I think we should just continue to give praise to God for the way he's led and blessed there. Truly amazing. The other vision that God is calling us into is to complete the development of the op shop and the community hub. It's just been amazing to see God's hand on that as well. Again, I look at that um, the house that God has given us to us there and when it was constructed 60, 80 years ago, whenever it was built, to think that God knew at that moment when the designers were building it and the builders were building it, He knew it would be perfect for an op shop for us in 2021. Uh, that's our God, He is incredible. And if you've been to that up there, the op shop, you'll know it's just this amazing space and we're seeing people come in from the community and being loved and welcomed and I know so many of you inviting friends and people along and again another just amazing front door entry point for us as a community to welcome people in and our prayer this year is that we'll be able to expand that the, the community gardens um, underway now as well we can't wait to get that started and we are looking forward through the community hub space to start some practical life skill courses for people in our community to help them to create support networks for them and most of all that we would be showing to them in really practical ways that there is a God who cares for them and loves them and wants to be with them so keep praying for that vision as well and, and the other vision I want to mention today is the translating of our live stream service services into um, multiple languages through our Cultural Connect language groups that started last year. At Christmas, we had our live stream go out and we were able to translate it into five different languages that went out, into Arabic, Mandarin, Farsi, Portuguese, and Spanish. And it was incredible to see the reach of those services. And again, the way they were put together was just incredible, the, just the, the quality of those streams going out. And our prayer is that we might be able to get that happening uh, more regularly on a Sunday. God's put that hard on some of our Cultural Connect team and Pastor Andrew and our tech guys as well are really, really keen to see this take place. And so we're praying. And not only is that a blessing for different cultural groups across our community and our city, but also we are praying that God by His Holy Spirit will have His hand on it and that'll get out into some of the least reached parts of our world. That God will bless that technology and get into the right places. And we are living in this incredibly strategic time, aren't we? Where we are able to reach out to our world from our very doorstep here. And, and, uh, and we wanna take hold of that. And we wanna step into that as God leads us and calls us to this. And so we believe that the Holy Spirit is unfolding a mighty plan and it is a plan to bless many, to bring many into His kingdom, to welcome many into the family of God. And I wanna tell you that if you're new here this morning, you're linking in with us, if this is where you're calling your church home, I wanna tell you, we need the help of every person with a heart for God's kingdom plans and purposes. We need people willing to pray with us, willing to serve with us, willing to get on board with the visions and plans that God is calling us to.
Because God is moving in our community. This is a strategic, unless the Lord moment, I really believe that for us. Recently, I came across some photos in a news stream and um, it was taken by an amateur photographer down at Broom's Head, in fact, in New South Wales. And the photo was of a lake down there and uh, he took this photo. There's the image there, isn't that incredible? The photographer said when he took these photos, he couldn't believe what he was seeing. He said, his own words, he said, it was like a tree of life that was spreading out. There was a number of photos and this photos had like heaps of shares and likes and all that sort of thing on there. But when I saw this photo, I, I just saved it straight away to my phone because immediately the picture that came to mind was the vision of Ezekiel 37, rivers of living water, rivers of living water going out into our world, a world desperate for hope, a world desperately looking for life. And this is God's heart to move by his Holy Spirit like this. Because the reality is when we look at our world, when we realise that we are living in a time of unprecedented uncertainty, we know that we are actually living because people are saying this all around us. They're saying, where, where is the hope? What is going on in our world? That's because we are living in an unless the Lord moment in time. I really believe that. People are beginning to wonder, is there any hope for our world? Things seem to be falling apart, you know, economically, socially, politically, everything seems to be falling apart around us. But the good news is, is that this is God's specialty. It's in these moments where God loves to turn up. He loves to reveal His, His love and His power. He loves to come and to pour out His blessings in these moments as people turn to Him. He wants to bring hope and redemption and healing to our community, to our city and to our world. This is God's heart. You know, when I started in ministry many years ago now, I was challenged by a message I heard to pray big prayers. And so I had this practice that I would do every year where I would, at the beginning of the year, I would pray a big prayer. I'd ask God to, to give me a big prayer to pray. And I would actually would write this journal it down in my journal. I'd write out big prayer, you know, 2010, whatever the year was. And I would write that prayer out. And then I'd just keep praying over this prayer until I saw God do something really big, really amazing that I knew had to be His involvement in it. Well, I have a confession to make this morning. And that is that over the last couple of years, I've actually um, stopped praying big prayers. And as I was looking at this Psalm 127, as I was looking at it for today, the Lord really challenged me, the Holy Spirit really challenged me and said to me, Lord, Nathan, what, what happened to those big prayers you used to pray? What happened to them? And so I began to seek God and said, God, uh, what is a big prayer that you'd like me to pray for this year ahead? And it was actually at our staff retreat on Tuesday. We're in the city venue as part of this week of prayer and we were seeking God. And I was praying, God, what is the big prayer you want me to pray for this year ahead? And as I was praying, um, the Holy Spirit showed me what that prayer should be for this year ahead. You see, five years ago, when I transitioned into the role of senior pastor, it was on my induction service, actually exactly five years ago this Sunday, that induction service. At that service, Pastor Peter gave me a shirt. Does anyone remember this, that he gave me a shirt? Some of you do. Well, on that shirt, it was actually a shirt that Pastor Peter used to wear and on the back it had a number and everyone used to ask, the number was 82 and people used to ask, Peter, what's the number mean on the back of your shirt? And Peter used to say, well, I'm actually praying that there would come a time in our church when we would actually see 82 baptisms take place in, in one year in this church. And 
That was a big prayer at the time because you know, almost more than double what the, the number of baptisms we were seeing at that time. And so as I'm praying in this moment, I began to say, God, would you show me? Here's the shirt, actually. I was worried I'd lost the shirt, Peter. I was worried I'd lost it. My wife had been looking after it all this time for five years. Thank you, um, Andrea. And then there's the shirt there, 82. There you go, there it is. Praise God, still got it. You're very young. (laughs) And as I was praying in this moment, God led me to this and reminded me of this. Uh, I'd like to tell you that I was full of faith and I was like, yes, God, okay, I'm gonna pray this. Can I tell you honestly what went through my mind? I began to think 82 baptisms. That's a lot of baptisms, 52 weeks in a year. And I actually got out my calculator on my phone and began to calculate and worked out that would be 1.57 baptisms per Sunday is actually what I thought to myself. Well, that's a lot of baptisms, Lord. And then I thought, hang on a second, we're six weeks into the year from this Sunday. That means it's only 46 weeks. So I had to recalculate and worked out as 1.78 baptisms per Sunday. And I thought, man, my faith was not so strong at that moment. Then I kept praying. And as I was praying, I really sensed God saying, no. And I said, I want this to be your big prayer for the year ahead. And, uh, and I share that with you this morning um, because... One, because I believe God prompted me to share that with you as a congregation, but also because my prayer for us as a church is that we would be a people who would pray big prayers. That would pray big unless the Lord prayers of faith in our lives. We wouldn't limit in any way what God wants to do. You'll be glad to know that we've got a baptism next Sunday. We've got a baptism next Sunday. It's actually an amazing story. Sanjay, who's getting baptized, um, story of coming from a Hindu background, incredible. He is on fire for the Lord. Don't miss next Sunday as we share together. It'll be streamed online as well at our 10 o'clock service. But my prayer is that this is what we would be as a people, that we would be, unless the Lord people, praying big prayers of faith, prompted by the Holy Spirit, prompted by Him, but we would pray with faith. You know, one of the reasons it's so important that we are, unless the Lord believers, that we are, unless the Lord followers of Christ as His church, one of the reasons that this is so important is because the next generation is watching on. I want you to know that this morning. It's interesting how this passage continues. When you first read it, when I first read it, it seems like the, the sections of it are totally disconnected from each other. I don't know if you noticed that when we read it, but the first verse is talking about building and all this sort of imagery. And then verses three, four, and five just skip totally then to this like next generation focus. Let me read it to you again. Verse three, it says, children are heritage from the Lord, offspring a reward from him, like arrows in the hands of a warrior, are children born in one's youth. Blessed is the man whose quiver is full of them. And I'm reading this going, this is like two totally disconnected thoughts. And then I began to research and look at some more about this. And I realized the Hebrew scholars on this will say, no, it's not disconnected at all. It's actually following the exact same train of thought because when the scripture here is talking about God building a house, he's not so much talking about a physical building as he is talking about building the people of God, building the family of God is what it's all about. And this is one of the great joys when we come to faith in Christ. Not only does he save us and redeem us, but then he puts us into his family. And that is really at the heart of what this Psalm is talking about here. And we know that the church is not a building. The church is the people of God, the family of God. And our heart as a church is to welcome more and more people into his family. That's God's heart, in fact. 
And so we suddenly see the two are connected closely. We see that God is building his house, his family, and he wants to welcome more in. And the next generation, he is saying here, the psalmist is saying here, is so important in this. And God is calling us as a people to be those who invest in the next generation, praying for the next generation, and most importantly, setting an example for the next generation. Because you will know that we can say all that we wanna say, but actually what they are looking at is how we live this out. That's what they're really looking at. Is this the real deal for us? And so God's call is that we would be setting up a generational legacy in this. And we have seen the fruit of this in this church because this has been our heart since the very beginning of our church. And we are now living in a season where we are seeing those that have grown up in this church and have come to faith here. They're now leading and ministering to others, and that gets me excited to see the way God is working through the generations here. And I don't know about you, but I long to be able to tell our children and our young people, unless the Lord stories of God at work. We often say here, we don't just want good stories, we want God's stories is what we long for. Stories we can tell our children and young people about the things that God is doing among us that leaves no shadow of a doubt for them that God is real, that God is on the move that God wants to work in and through their lives as well. And I want them to know that following Jesus is not dull and boring, but there is this incredible faith adventure. If we will look to him, if we will follow in obedience to what he is calling us to. And one of the things that we are really giving much thanks to God for today is the calling of Travis Granger as a pastor here at Bridgman to reach out and continue to disciple our young people here. And not only that, we're giving thanks too for Tyrone Thomas stepping into the role of pastoral intern for our kids' ministry. And in a moment, as a church, we're actually gonna be inducting Travis as a pastor here. But Travis's own personal story is one which highlights this unless the Lord um, truth that we are seeing here in this scripture. His own story is one that you, you can never orchestrate yourself, but it's a picture of how God has, is working among us and wants to continue to work among us in these incredible ways to reveal to us that He is building His church, that He is building the family of God. And so as we come in a moment to induct Travis, I want you to see Travis's story. We've actually, the team have actually recorded this for us today. So I want you to watch this and be encouraged. This is Travis's story. So Trav, coming on as youth pastor, tell me, how did it all begin? I was in high school at the age of 15 when I attended my first ever church service, um, a night service here at Bridgman. And uh, I had no belief in God at the time. Um, my dad passed away from an illness a few years prior to me attending church. And I carried a lot of hurt um, and was left with a, a cynical and negative outlook of life. And so for me to attend church uh, was purely by invite um, from some friends at school. Um, and the only reason I attended was that I heard the music was really good um, and I got a chance to hang out with my friends. Um, but other than that, I, I didn't believe in God, nor did I think that he was loving or um, as good as my friends uh, made him out to be. With friends from school, I started to attend church regularly here at Bridgman and also at Rivers Church of Christ. And I was quickly connected into a loving group of people, a loving community, and started having my theological and existential questions answered. 
and started to realise who God actually was. And more importantly, I started to realise that I deeply needed the hope and freedom um, that my Christian friends had. Later that year, I attended a scripture union camp called Splash Out and over that week just heard about Jesus and his sacrifice for me um, and there came an opportunity to respond to the gospel and I remember on the last night the preacher um, offered this opportunity to respond and I immediately stood up in response even though I hadn't quite um, figured it out mentally I just knew my heart was racing I knew that this was something that I had to respond to and I felt the overwhelming peace and comfort um, just this rushing um, through my body as I responded and gave my life to Jesus that night and then from there like you decided to follow Jesus what does your life look like then after that I regularly went to a youth group over at Rivers Church of Christ and uh, when I left school, I uh, became a youth leader there and then came over to lead a switch in 2014. And since then, I've been a youth leader at switch. Um, I've been connected in here at Bridgie and just being so welcomed to be part of this community. I could just feel a passion to lead and love unchurched youth kids, um, just in the same way that my leaders had loved me and um, to use my story as a tool to disciple um, and reach those kids. I studied to become a teacher as well out of the same mission um, to reach kids. And as a bonus, I met my wife at Shift Youth Festival um, back in 2015 and we were later married in 2019 as well. So then this year, what are you looking forward to? I'm excited this year to follow in God's call to become a youth pastor, um, coming on full-time here at the church. And it's just an incredible opportunity to see more kids come into the kingdom, to learn what it means to follow Jesus, and ultimately just to be used by him for his glory. And so I'm so excited to um, be able to join such an amazing team and with the support of an amazing community as well to come and see what God wants to do this year. How good is that? I'm going to ask actually Travis and Lauren to come up, our pastors and each church council members, just to come up and join me on the stage here, in fact. But I thought, what a powerful story. You know, you just can't put that together to think, here's Travis, first time he comes to church is here. Uh, at Bridgie, then on the camp, in case you didn't pick that up, that was Pastor David was preaching the gospel at that camp that Travis just happened to be on. Uh, he then um, meets his wife at Shift Youth Festival, it's a blessing from God, and now here he is, um, God has given him this passion, this heart to reach out to the next generation, just as he encountered God's love and grace in that way, and um, God has blessed us as a church to be able to um, affirm that call on his life that God has given to Travis to minister in this way. And so, um, Travis and Lauren, it's a real privilege to be able to share with you and to be able to induct you today as part of our service. So, Trav, before we do that, though, is there anything you just want to share on top of that? Before we do that, it'd be great. Yeah, for sure. I just want to clarify, um, Lauren was a leader at Shift Youth Festival. <laughs> we were both leaders. Just, yeah. Um, but no, I want to thank you, um, Bridgie community, just for your love and support for Lauren and I. Um, you know, we've both been coming to church for the last um, few years and it's just so 
encouraging and we can feel the love and support in your prayers as well have just been so appreciated. Um, and it's awesome. We're so excited to journey uh, with God in this next season. And uh, even as Nath was sharing um, Psalm 127, that's just so true. That's the heart of the youth ministry as well. Um, just that the Lord would have his way in youth ministry. And we don't see youth group as, uh, we don't want to put youth group on just because for the sake of it, but we actually believe that God wants to use it to reach um, kids, to disciple kids, um, to bring unchurched youth into um, relationship with him as well. So we're really excited to be journeying in obedience with him. Thanks so much. Amen. Isn't that great church? Isn't that encouraging to hear that heart? Come forward. Come forward, Travis and Lauren. What we're going to do is we're actually um, have a part to play in this. So on your way in, hopefully you've got this little induction booklet, church. And we're going to grab them out because there's a response that uh, Travis and Lauren have. Hopefully you read that before and knew that part. And there's a response that we have as well um, in this that we respond with God's help, we do. So let me lead us through that. And then when we finish that, I'm actually going to ask Pastor David to pray. Um, here is, uh, we're so thankful for the gifts of the body here, blessed with the gift of evangelism, to see that full circle come around and now for David to be able to pray um, once we've done this as well would be really special. So, but let me um, read this through. Um, why don't we stand together in fact? These are holy moments as we do this. Let me read us through this part as we come to formally induct Travis now. It's clear that God has guided the church in calling you, Travis, to join the pastoral team at Bridgman Baptist Community Church. And on behalf of the head and shepherd of this church, our Lord Jesus Christ, I ask you to care deeply for this church family, to be an example to them of a life devoted to Christ and to serve them with all your heart. And do you promise, do you as a pastor of Bridgman Baptist Community Church promise to serve God with all your heart, mind, soul and strength? to love, serve, equip, and support this church family so that together we will grow towards Christian maturity, to pray regularly for God's work here, and to work in love and unity with the spiritual leadership of the church using your gifts as God leads. Do you, the church family, acknowledge and receive Travis Granger as your pastor and promise him your love, prayer, encouragement, and support in the Lord, with God's help, we do. Well, in the name of the head of this church, our Lord Jesus Christ, and at the request of this church family, I welcome you, Travis, as a pastor of Bridgman Baptist Community Church and commend you to God's grace and power, which alone will make your ministry effective in God's kingdom. Amen. Can we put our hands together and just encourage Travis? We're going to pray for Travis. We're going to do like a virtual laying on of hands, okay, because of, um, you know, social distancing and everything. So some of the team just going to gather around and, and you might just want to reach a hand out as a virtual laying on of hands today, just a reaching a hand out to Travis and Lauren and praying uh, for God's blessing for them. And, and David's going to lead us in this prayer as we do that right now. Yeah, let's pray together. Father, we thank you. What an amazing journey it is. And I just, I was so blessed for this opportunity to be able to pray for Travis in this moment. I distinctly remember that night 
Lord, as you just work so sovereignly and Travis standing up, responding to you as a uh, young teenage guy. And here he is now being inducted today as youth pastor. What an amazing journey and amazing story. Lord, you were there that night, your Holy Spirit at work. You're here now and you're gonna continue to work in and through his life and in and through the lives of the young people that now he is going to minister uh, to great God. And we pray, Our prayer, Almighty God, together, that as he responded as a young man, hearing the Gospel message, that now you would use Travis to speak and preach this good news to the next generation of young people. And we pray from the bottom of our hearts that you, oh God, that many would now come into the kingdom. The cycle again would take place. And many young people one day, Travis would stand and pray for the next generation of young people that is gonna take this gospel message forward. So Lord, oh God, we pray that you anoint this man. Bless him. Bless, bless Lauren as well, great God. Bless their marriage, but use them mightily for your kingdom purposes. We wanna see more and more come into your kingdom. And we just pray, Father God, that you'd use him powerfully, that you'd use him mightily for your kingdom purposes. So have your hand upon him, great God. Use him, we ask. We love you, God, and we thank you again for what you've done in and through his life and you're going to continue to do. do. We look to you, O God. You're mighty, you're powerful, you're amazing. And unless you build the house, the builders labour in vain. We pray these things in Jesus' mighty and precious name. And all God's people said, Amen. 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 Thanks to God. Stay up here, stay up here for a moment. Um, I'm gonna get the band to come up, actually. The band are gonna come up and join us. You can grab a seat for just a moment, but we also wanna pray this morning for Tyrone Thomas and ask God just to bless him as well as he steps in this role. And so we are really blessed this morning. We're actually gonna get the kids back in for the service. So the kids are gonna come in now. Are they ready? They are ready to come back in. Now, church, as they come in, we wanna let our next generation know that we think they are amazing. So as they come in, you give them a big clap and a cheer. Come on in, kids. Come on in right now. Come on down the front. Come on down. Welcome kids, so great to have you in Big Church this morning. So good to have you in here. Come on down the front. Come and grab a seat down the front. There's still more church, keep clapping, keep clapping. Let them know, we like them, they're amazing. So good to have you. More coming. Hey, just keep coming. We love this. So good. Some of our Switch Youth coming in as well, which is so good. So good. Come and squeeze down the front here and find a space. Put a space over here on the side as well. So good. I'm going to ask Tyrone to come up on the stage here with us as well. Wow. So good. Well, we want to let you know, um, our young people, our kids here, we just want to let you know this morning how amazing we think you are. We want you to know there is a God who loves you so much that as a church, we are praying God's blessing over you. We really do. And uh, we're so glad that you are a part of God's family here at Bridgie. And we can't wait for the good things God has in store for you for your future. And for our kids' ministry for the year ahead. And so um, I know we thank the kids too, but we have amazing Bridge Kids leaders who look after everything as well. Can we put our hands together, church, and thank all of our leaders? They're incredible. Absolutely amazing. Thank you for all you invest in the next generation. 
And um, Tyrone's here and we're gonna pray for Tyrone as well this morning. I thought Tyrone might just wanna share something briefly with us before we pray for you as well, it'd be great. Amazing to be able to do all the kids' ministries again. Even as I was sort of thinking about it, I sort of know for myself personally um, how amazing the kids' ministry has been. I was able to come through and go in bars, do the Friday night bars, the Sunday bars, and then go through and do the switch, and then now in the young adults. So it's it's such a privilege now to be able to continue to be hanging with the kids. Um, and an amazing team of leaders. We just started back up on Friday night. Um, it was so cool to do that. And we have playtime starting up this week and we're doing our morning stuff. Um, so it's so cool. And, and sort of as we um, have been looking for this year and I've been praying, I was just so reminded that a lot of the time kids understand things a lot better than we do. Um, and, and we're looking today about Daniel and the lion's den, about that Daniel trusted God. Um, and it's just so beautiful, the trust um, that kids have in their all-powerful God. Um, and, and as we were looking at that, the fact that Jesus will never leave us nor forsake us, and that is the truth. And that's a real prayer um, that from a young age, that the kids here would know that Jesus will never leave them and wants to do every day with them. Um, and the other thing is too, that we wanna build um, friendships at such a young age, uh, meaningful friendships that will last a lifetime. And that sort of shapes a lot of the things that we do here. Um, but yeah, it is amazing. And it is for many of us leaders, uh, you can see us all in our shirts that we, we actually love doing it. It's such a privilege um, to be able to hang out with your kids. So thank you so much. Thank you, Zach. Can we encourage Tyrone as well this morning? Okay. Why don't we stand together? We're gonna to pray. Um, I'm gonna ask Pastor Peter, in fact, to pray for your tie. Pray at the same time for our next generation that God will continue to raise up a generation passionate about following Jesus. And then we're gonna to sing together. So let's, let's pray together now. Again, let's reach out. Virtual laying on of hands for tie as well would be awesome. Let's do that. There's someone on this stage I went to Sunday school with. Still working together, Wayne. Praise God, praise God. This is how good it is, kids. A lifetime serving in Jesus and loving Him. How great. And so, Lord, we want to thank You for Ty. Thanks, Lord, for the beautiful witness of his parents about the reality of Jesus' love, Lord. And now, Lord, all these leaders that have inputted into his life over the, well, how many years it's been, Lord, we give you thanks for everyone that poured out their life here, Lord. And we are praying now, Lord, that you will anoint our brother with the power of the Holy Spirit for this calling you've placed upon his life to lead and to preach and to share the good news, Lord, with another generation of kids, Lord, that you've blessed this world with, Lord. You love every one of them and I know you've put a burning heart in Ty's heart for these kids to love them, Lord, and to lead them to you and the good things of God. And so, Lord, equip our brother, Lord, with all that he needs. I praise he works with the team, Lord, that you've given him, Lord, in the buzz and all the areas of our children's ministry that he'll know great joy. They will know great joy together as they serve the living God in this way. We thank you for the miracle of salvation, Lord, in church as well as those, Lord, that don't know you from the, from the community, Lord. It's just the same miracle that takes place, Lord. And we pray for miracle upon miracle again, Lord, this year of kids coming into the kingdom of God, Lord, we would pray. Bless this man's ministry, we'd pray, and his life. We pray this in Jesus' beautiful and wonderful and powerful and mighty name. And God's people said again, Amen. 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 Thanks Amen. to God this morning, church. 
We're going to sing a song. Here's some instructions for you. If you are in Sunday bars and you guys are on this side here, you can go back to your parents during this song. If you're in junior bars over here, parents, we're asking you to come down. You can sign your kids out. Switch youth, you can go back to your parents, wherever you sit. If you don't sit with your parents, just wherever you sit, you can do that. But junior bars down here, parents, if you can come. But let's lift our voices in praise and sing. Ask God to continue to pour out His blessing on us as His people. Let's do that together.
going to be living in the darkness or living without hope and so use us as your people may you find us a people ready surrendered available to be used by you even this very week we pray lord that we would live in that way we ask but lord we are praying that we would see in this time in this generation you move in great power we ask so bless each one i pray bless those here today online or in person lord who are facing those unless the lord moments strengthen them encourage them be with them today we pray but we ask this in your mighty, in your precious name, we, we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Can we put our hands together? Isn't it good to be here together today? Be part of what God is doing. Be part of His family. You can grab a seat. If you'd like prayer in some way, if you're online, just email through to prayer at bridgman.org.au. Here in person, we'd love to pray for you at the front. And just a reminder that we are exiting out through the side doors as well today. God bless you. We look forward to sharing with you soon.